0: By now, you probably know that our Growing Greater podcast showcases inspiring stories of innovators and business successes and transformational projects. And it's all made possible thanks in part to the great team at Independence Blue Cross. Their mission is to build healthier lives for you, your family, and for employees at companies large and small. At Independence, They see each of their members as an individual with unique needs and concerns. The professionals of Independence Blue Cross are dedicated to harnessing the very latest ideas and technologies to deliver access to care that meets those needs and surpasses customer service expectations. You can learn more about Independence Blue Cross at IBX.com. That's IBX.com. And join me in thanking Independence Blue Cross for their support of this podcast.
1: This is Growing Greater, Greater.
0: bringing you the stories of economic growth, job creation, and business success from across the 11-county community of Northern Delaware, Southern New Jersey, and Southeastern Pennsylvania. Now, here's Matt Gabry.
1: You don't need gardening expertise to really use greening and gardening to improve your community, and PHS is here to help you.
0: When it comes to helping the community, oftentimes people may feel as though they are not as qualified or equipped as they'd like to be in order to assist, or they may simply not know where to begin. On this episode of Growing Greater, we shine the spotlight on a special initiative that is set to change that mindset. Philadelphia currently ranks in the top 10 U.S. cities with food insecure residents. Nearly 12% of households are food insecure, and that number, it's expected to double as a result of the global pandemic. The Pennsylvania Horticultural Society, you know, their friends call them PHS. They believe that all people can play a role in combating food insecurity. Perhaps best known for producing the Philadelphia Flower Show, the nation's largest and longest-running horticultural event that features stunning floral displays, a stellar marketplace, and incredible landscape designs, the team at PHS does so much beyond that fantastic flower show. They are now harnessing the power of horticulture to bring about positive social and environmental change. It's called Harvest 2020, a multifaceted program with a goal to address food insecurity by mobilizing gardening enthusiasts and everyday community members across greater Philadelphia to take action. Growing food for themselves and for others and doing it in their own neighborhoods. Julianne Schrader Ortega, that's who we heard at the top of the program. She's Chief of Programs for PHS, and she joins us to share more about Harvest 2020 and a few other PHS initiatives. Here, Julianne describes the work and the impact of the Pennsylvania Horticultural Society.
1: I think the easiest way to think about all the different impacts that we deliver is by helping to improve the health and well-being of our region by getting everybody to garden and grow together. So, the Flower Show is a really important part of our mission because there's really no better way than to inspire, you know, 250,000 people a year about the wonders of gardening and really help people get excited about gardening and growing and the power of plants in their lives. So, we're really lucky to have this long history almost 200 years of producing the Philadelphia Flower Show. It also, like, really helps, I think, drive the networking and the expertise sharing across the gardening network, it's like a real homecoming. Over 3,000 people come together, volunteers to put together the Flower Show. And when you're there, you know, it is like a homecoming of people reuniting to help produce this incredible event together. And lots of gardening tips and some friendly competition definitely helps spur the excitement of it all. So we deliver our impact by producing events like the Flower Show to help people get excited about gardening and inspire everybody to join us as a gardener. We also help improve the livable environment by maintaining and creating public gardens, free public gardens that are accessible to people across Philadelphia and the region. We also partner with healthy neighborhoods. So across the region, we partner with over 250 neighborhoods And together with community members, we learn about their efforts to use gardening to strengthen their neighborhoods and then figure out how we could work together to provide tools or connect them with other experts in their neighborhoods or at PHS to really help grow their impacts and connect them with other people who have similar interests for using gardening and greening to help increase access to fresh food, help improve the livable environment, help grow economic opportunities for people, and then help people connect with each other. Like when you're tending a garden together, there's really like such a beautiful way of building connections with your neighbors. And once you have these strong connections with your neighbors, it's really important for people to come together in a community to help address other challenges that we're all experiencing right now. You know how important it is to have these neighborhood networks to rely on. So PHS is really working to help improve these factors that are really impactful on the health of individuals and the community on the whole.
0: And I want to dive into that impact a little bit more because you're so right that, and it's an understated, again, nuanced kind of situation where gardens in general and community gardens specifically bring people together And you can feel it. You can see it when you go by what had been a underdeveloped parcel of land in a neighborhood. And now it's a gathering place and it's producing more than just community connections. It's actually producing much more in terms of sustainability for that particular neighborhood in very different ways. And Part of that is captured in this spirit of this new initiative that your team at the Pennsylvania Horticultural Society has launched, known as Harvest 2020. And I was hoping you could talk a little bit more about that.
1: Sure. PHS just launched this new initiative, Harvest 2020. We are setting out to mobilize 100,000 people to grow and share food with their families, their communities, and also through donations at food pantries and soup kitchens. We're making it really easy for everybody to get involved. You don't have to be an expert gardener and you don't have to have a lot of space to grow and share food. So, you know, for us right now, we've experienced a lot of extra demand from people looking to grow food and garden and improve their houses and their communities through greening. And even before the pandemic, you know, Philadelphia, one in five of our neighbors do not have access to three meals a day. And that was before pandemic-related job loss and income loss. So a lot of interest from people about gardening and growing food and also understanding that there was this big need for more fresh food in soup kitchens and food cupboards and in the community in general. We reached out to our partners, the hunger relief organizations like Share and Fill Abundance, the Greater Philadelphia Coalition Against Hunger, Food Connect, uh, Chester County Food Bank, to talk to them about like what we might be able to do together and to explore if like smaller donations from home gardeners would be a help to soup kitchens and food pantries. And everybody said, yes, definitely. And we worked together to really figure out what the barriers would be for individuals to grow and share food and then also making sure it was really easy for the soup kitchens and food pantries to incorporate this homegrown produce into their donation streams. So, It's been a really exciting initiative at PHS. I mean, we basically started working on this three weeks ago, a month ago, and we recruited a team of people across PHS. So the person who usually sells flower show tickets has been charged with leading this initiative for us, and she's done an amazing job. We have other support from the flower show team. We have support from the community garden team and really organization-wide marketing, information services, to help us really shape up and put together this initiative that has lots of resources online so that people can pledge to be a grower and grow food for your family, a sharer where you share food in your community through donations to local soup kitchens, and a giver who donates money to help people in underserved communities grow and share food
0: too. At PHS, we believe that every person has an incredible tool that they can use to advance the health and well-being of everyone else. And that tool is growing plants. We want to make sure that everyone across Greater Philadelphia knows how they can be part of Harvest 2020. As PHS president, Matt Rader, outlines in that clip posted on YouTube, There is a role for everyone to support the Harvest 2020 initiative. A grower, a sharer, a donor, everyone can play a part to help with hunger relief in our communities. And speaking of helping the region, let's thank the team at Carroll Engineering. With nearly 100 professionals and more than 45 years of expertise, Carroll Engineering has earned their reputation as one of the largest consulting engineering firms in the greater Philadelphia region. The Carroll team, they consistently exceed client expectations by being responsive, reliable, and professional while also adapting to the evolving needs of their clients. With corporate headquarters in Bucks County, Pennsylvania, the Carroll team delivers a wide range of services, including water facilities engineering, planning and site design, landscape architecture architecture consulting, and so much more. Carroll Engineering, they're one of the preeminent partners in the civil and municipal engineering industry, and we're so appreciative of their support and their active engagement with our Growing Greater podcast. Now let's get back to our conversation with Julianne Schrader Ortega of the Pennsylvania Horticultural Society. So Julianne, it may be early on, but maybe it's not related to the Harvest 2020 initiative. Is there an example of impact that you're comfortable sharing that the Pennsylvania Horticultural Society has had? And that may be more specifically, your unit within PHS that's focused on healthy neighborhoods has had on a community or a family or in the overarching spirit of how people think about kind of community engagement through gardening?
1: We've been really fortunate to partner with academics, the University of Pennsylvania and others to help us measure the impacts of our vacant land cleaning and greening program at PHS. So PHS works really closely with the city to transform 13,000 of the vacant lots across the city from blighted lots into community assets. And in Philadelphia, we have 40,000 vacant lots, more or less. And when those vacant lots are not kept up, they could be a real source of crime and other things for a neighborhood. So we started working with the city about 15 years ago to think about how we could clean and green the lots. And we've developed a pretty basic treatment, but it has really powerful impacts. So we go in and clean up the debris, grade the ground, plant grass, put in trees where appropriate, and put a post and rail fence. And the big key is that we do this in partnership with community-based groups and local contractors to do the treatment and then maintain it twice a month. So these become like little parklets, you know, for communities, and they get used in all sorts of different ways. And together with our partnership with UPenn, we found that this basic treatment in neighborhoods that have cleaned and green lots by PHS and our Philadelphia Land Care Partners, there's a 29% reduction in gun violence. Which is really wow. important That's and impressive. Yeah. And totally then we impressive. also found Talk about impact. Yeah, and we've also found that neighbors who live within a quarter mile of cleaned and green lots in our lowest income neighborhoods across the city reported a sixty nine percent reduction in feelings of depression and hopelessness. It's almost seventy percent reduction in yeah. feelings of depression for people that live within a quarter mile of the lots. And we did the math with these 13,000 lots across the city. There's about 500,000 people living within a quarter mile of these lots. So I am so inspired by the team that delivers this work and try to do whatever I can to have the support needed to continue this important work. We also do job training through it. And right now we've been focusing on people who've been incarcerated and how can we work with them to help train them up and get them jobs and with the companies and contractors and community groups that are cleaning greening the lots for us and that's been really important part of the story too. Wow,
0: that's really impressive. Thanks for sharing that. I mean from job training to violence reduction and to lifting the spirits and the psychological impact on people by simply having a greener, more prosperous community is really significant. It's probably something that many of us take for granted when we drive by a a lot that was recently transformed into a parklet, which I love that term. And and to think about the ripple effect that that's having on a community. So I'm glad you articulated it in such a specific way. Thanks for sharing that.
1: And I think it's important for all of us to realize that we all can be part of this. So, you know, like I said before, like PHS... We are this community of people, way bigger than our PHS staff, of people that are committed to using gardening and greening to improve access to healthy food, to help create more livable environments, to help grow economic opportunities, and help people connect with their neighbors. And, you know, whether you want to help with cleaning, greening, vacant lots, with a local community group or a contractor, whether you want to. Plant and care for street trees across the city. That's a really important network of over 5,000 volunteers that are helping to really grow our city's forest canopy and the canopy of the region, which is also super important to the health and well being of all of us. Or whether you want to grow food at a community garden or right at your own home and share it and donate it to soup kitchens and food pantries, it's all an important part of helping to make Philadelphia a more livable city for all of us.
0: I want to shift gears a little bit, uh, Julianne, and I want to talk about your experiences in the greater Philadelphia community as a resident and as a professional. And, you know, someone who grew up in North Jersey, uh, but also Mm -hmm. has traveled pretty extensively and has worked in New York and has spent time in Venezuela and in Mexico and other parts of the world. I want to go back to 2014. And I'm estimating now that that's the time that your life really transitioned from a professional who's living and working in New York City to a professional who has relocated with her family, her husband and children to greater Philadelphia. And I suspect that wasn't your first time in Philadelphia, but I'd be intrigued to know if it was. (laughs) And. And and I'd love for you to just share with us your impressions of greater Philadelphia as somebody who wasn't necessarily born and raised here, but kind of had it on its radar screen because of your proximity to where you were raised.
1: Sure, yeah. I had come to Philadelphia growing up. We had close family friends that lived in Bruce Street and then on Penn's Landing, so always loved our visits to Philadelphia. So I always had this positive association with how pretty and walkable and friendly, really, Philadelphians were to me growing up. And then... Andy, my husband, has a real love for Philadelphia, went to Drexel. His parents met in Philadelphia. He never lived here with his family but um, growing up, but they always came and visited. And he went to Drexel and then loved Philadelphia and lived here, would work in New York City, would bump back and forth between New York and Philadelphia, but... When we first started dating, Andy would say, let's go to Philadelphia for the weekend. And I, now looking back, I realized he always had in his mind that we were going to be moving back to Philadelphia. Great, <laughs> so he great. would take me on these amazing weekends in Philadelphia where we'd walk all across town and have delicious food and see beautiful architecture and also really get to experience beautiful natural areas and it all felt so manageable and in a way that New York City doesn't always feel so you know and it's not too far from home from my family my parents and my mom I'm still really close to so it's not too far from seeing everybody there but also it is just a great place to raise a family and I love that we live in East Kensington but we can usually go explore lots of natural areas, whether it's Penn Treaty Park or if we want to go to Wissahickon or the natural areas outside of the city to really have some great time in nature, too, which, as I've been talking about, is really important to me. So and I've met a lot of great people. I think, you know, Philadelphia does have challenges, especially with our poverty rate that we're dealing with and lots of underserved communities. I've been inspired by the people I've met. That have been really committed to improving where they live and working hard to share their expertise and build connections to really help improve the health and well being of their neighborhood for themselves and also their neighbors. So, for me, I've been really inspired by the people and organizations that I've met in Philadelphia, too.
0: So, clearly, with his parents having met in Philadelphia, there was something pulling Andy back here. And he was really smart to plant those seeds with you by bringing you <laughs> to Philadelphia for those special weekends. It apparently worked, right? It worked. <laughs> uh, it worked. Yeah. And I'm wanting to shift back to our conversation, Julianne, about the Pennsylvania Horticultural Society, maybe even Harvest 2020. Based on the work that you're doing with PHS and the Harvest 2020 program, Where do you see the Pennsylvania Horticultural Society and or its programs in the next three years, the next five years, the next 10 years?
1: At PHS, we're really committed to improving the health and well-being of the region around these four impact priorities. So I think you'll be seeing PHS working on scaling up our impacts and increasing access to fresh food, like our Harvest 2020 initiative and our community gardens work, improving the livable environment, as we're trying to make beautiful public gardens accessible to everybody and more, and also improving growing economic opportunity whether it's through workforce development training or making sure we're working with local contractors and community groups, putting an emphasis on minority and women-owned businesses to try to grow economic opportunities, and then really using gardening to help people connect with their neighbors. Because once we have these strong social ties, it really is important in the community's health and resiliency.
0: That's great. So we talked about some of the challenges that, frankly, a lot of urban areas experience, a lot of metropolitan areas, especially the older Northeast region. And I'd love for you to provide some observations around what we can do to change to really get better. And where I'm going with this, Julianne, is that that kind of quintessential question of what keeps Julianne Schrader Ortega up at night to the point where you think that, oh, man, if we could just change this one thing, it would make life so much better. And that's what I'm partially working towards, or that's what I, I wish we could accomplish as a community. Is there something like that that stands out for you?
1: Yeah, well, right now, I think I'm thinking a lot about food and people's ability to grow food for themselves and networks in neighborhoods that are really helping to share tools and resources needed for people to have more self-reliance and be able to grow and share food really locally at a neighborhood level. So that is one thing that I'm really passionate about and grateful for our community-based partners that have been doing this work to help PHS in driving forward this change that needs to happen. Some of our partners are like the Sankofa Community Farm at Bartram's Garden and others, too. So I think that the food, gardening, growing, sharing is very important right now. When I think about how important food is to me and my family and everybody, you know, and then you think about one in five people not having access to three meals a day. And then that was before COVID. And now there's all this job loss and income loss and, Soup kitchens are experiencing double the requests for their services. We really need to take action, and we need to take action together. And hopefully Harvest 2020 is a tool that everyone can use to get involved. The other big thing on my mind is the gun violence. And I think that thinking about greening interventions that really have big proven impacts on Decreasing the gun violence is super important, and trying to identify ways to amplify these greening measures, even during budgetary challenges facing our city, our region, our country, the world, is really important because the, the gun violence needs to be stopped.
0: For sure. Yeah, both of those issues are super important, and coming back to the food insecurity one, it's such a significant issue that oftentimes is overshadowed by other challenges, and it's just now being intensified because of the pandemic, so I can totally appreciate where you're coming from. In the spirit of our program, Julianne, Growing Greater, and as I mentioned, it's about personal growth and professional growth, and where I'm going with this question is I'm hoping you can share with us your advice that you give to a young person. Maybe he's a first grader sitting in that same desk Mm -hmm. that you were sitting in at your elementary school, or maybe she's A sophomore at Trinity College, or maybe it's a colleague who just started his or her career at PHS within the past year, and they come to you and they ask you for some advice, some guidance. How have you navigated your career, and what kind of recommendation would you provide someone like me? What kind of advice do you give to that person as they think about navigating their next step in their career and then in their life?
1: Some advice I'd give is Expect a lot of yourself and others and deliver beyond what you're asked to do. And I think identify opportunities where you can really step up and, and show what you're capable of whenever possible. For people starting job hunting, like think about how your personal values align with the mission and the work of the organization. And you might not be as excited about the day-to-day tasks of an entry-level job. You know, think of it as a door opening, an opportunity for you to get in, learn about the organization, and really have a chance to prove yourself. And hopefully other doors would open up, too, from there.
0: So as the seeds for the new Harvest 2020 program are planted and take root, we at Growing Greater are excited to nurture its growth, helping our friends and colleagues at the Pennsylvania Horticultural Society to continue delivering impact across our collective community. And folks, if you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to rate and review our podcast and share it with friends and colleagues and family and through social media. And you can also check out one of our other shows with a similar theme. It's Season 1, Episode 22, and it's called Planting Opportunities, about how an organization named Invincible City Farms is working to combat urban food deserts. Tune in to other episodes of Growing Greater at Radio.com or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Growing Greater is presented by Select Greater Philadelphia, a council of our Chamber of Commerce for Greater Philadelphia. SELECT is the business attraction organization for Northern Delaware, Southern New Jersey, and Southeastern Pennsylvania, and helps to grow the economic vibrancy of our collective community by attracting new businesses and new jobs to our region. Special thanks to our program producers, Elena Carmazan and Maricela Juarez, along with the great team of marketing and creative services professionals at our chamber. Thanks for listening. And be sure to tune in anytime and anywhere you get your podcasts or online at selectgreaterphl.com podcast.